Amen. Thank you. This morning, I want to I want to talk to this row right here, and Bryson, talk to, to all of you, and the rest of you can listen if you want. I thought I had a a good word for you, but the choir just said it like it needs to be said. My fear is that some of you don't believe it. That's my fear. You see, graduation is one of those thresholds in life. It's huge. It's a huge threshold. We all walk through it. And it's a threshold that you step through to the rest of your lives. It's one of those big, significant thresholds of life. And you did it. And way to go. You know, it's no small accomplishment to graduate from high school. At least it wasn't for me. Now that the commencement exercises are over and the open houses are all closed, at least most of them, what's next? What's next for you? See, there's a good reason that they call graduation ceremonies commencement exercises. Graduation is not an end, you see. It is obviously a beginning. When you graduate, you stand at a threshold in life. And truthfully, you are all right there. You are about to step through one of those significant passageways in life. You are about to become more independent than you've ever been in your life. Some of you are moving away from home. You are about to become more responsible than you've ever been in life. At least your parents hope so. You are about to become more broke than you've ever been in life, probably. Recently saw a bumper sticker that said, Graduate is a fancy word for unemployed. (laughs) And maybe some of you will experience that. More independent. I mean, you you know this. This is kind of what part of the excitement is. You are about to become your own person. You're going to make the decisions soon. If not now, soon. You're going to make the decisions. Mom and dad, in many cases, aren't going to be looking over your shoulders anymore. You're going to do it. It's all going to be on your shoulders. My question to you is, what are the choices you're going to make? You see, when you pass through that threshold that is standing right before you right now, you immediately recognize that there's two paths. Right on the other side, you can't even step through the threshold and miss it. As a matter of fact, you can't take one step through that threshold without choosing which path are you going to walk on. Jesus talked about these paths, these roads, in Matthew chapter 7. If you'll turn with me, Matthew chapter 7. Verses 13 and 14. Here's what Jesus said about the two paths that you are facing right now. He said, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. 
You see, some of you will be going to secular universities. Some will be going to Christian universities. Some of you are going to jump into the work world. Are you ready for what's next? I contacted some of our young people that sat where you sat just a few years ago and asked them to give you a few words of advice. They, they sat right there in this church, in this building, just a few years ago, and I said, would you, would you just write me some, some advice that you would give to these young folks that are standing right at this threshold? And here's a few things that they said. One said this. In high school, I was a typical student who had fallen victim to peer pressure. I experimented with things I shouldn't have, and I did my fair share of partying. I didn't think I would face those temptations at a Christian college. In the time I have attended college at my Christian university, I have faced the same temptations I had to deal with in high school. I tried to get away from the mistakes of my past by going to a Christian college. You will always have to deal with temptations, but you have God to lean on. Have faith in Him as you enter your first year of college, and He will help you through. My question is, are you ready for what's to come? One person that sat there where you sat just a few years ago chose to go to a secular university. Here's what he said. The most difficult thing I faced as a Christian at my secular university was my living arrangement last year. The music was outrageously loud, and the bathroom was always a mess. Beer cans, cups, and vomit in the toilets every weekend. Not just once in a while, every weekend. Every toilet vomit. I didn't think I wanted to sugarcoat any of this, if you don't mind. See, he went on to say that, that the smell penetrated everything the next morning. He said it was emotionally taxing. Several times I was invited to participate, but after seeing the consequences, it was not hard for me to say, <laughs> no thanks. And God bless him for it. I learned that things I think are blatantly wrong, others viewed as neutral or actually viewed them as something right or highly valued. Things that I thought were blatantly wrong. It has been difficult, he said. I guess what really got me through was trying to keep God's perspective through all those situations and looking for Him in everything. My question is, are you ready for what's to come? Do you have the right foundation for what you are about to face? And you're all going to face it no matter where you go, no matter what you choose, no matter who you hang around, you're all going to face these decisions in life. My question is, as you sit here in this church building <laughs> that many of you grew up in or did some of you growing up in, as you sit here in this church building on June 13th, 2010, listening to some pastor spew out pastor stuff or preacher stuff. What's your choice? What is your decision? 
Jesus said there's two paths. And you're going to have to choose. Someone said who graduated from high school and went on to sec or to um, to work, right, went right away to work, said this. If you think that high school teacher was tough, wait until you meet your first boss. <laughs> I like that. See, when you step through this threshold that stands before you at this time in your life, you will quickly become aware. I mean, you will quickly become aware that there's two ways to go. One path is called Broadway. The other path is called Narrow Street. And when you look, I mean, you you, you don't even have to be real discerning to realize that at first glance they are totally different. Broadway, narrow street. Broadway catches your eye first. You step through the threshold, Broadway catches your eyes right away. Because there's all kinds of bright lights. After all, it's Broadway. They say the Leon lights are bright on Broadway. Okay, that's enough of that. It's night over there, you notice, and the nights are, the lights are bright. There are all kinds of people over there. It looks exciting. They're having all kinds of fun. It's amazing. And you even have, mark my words, you even have this pull toward Broadway. <laughs> because after all, everybody's going that way, right? It's Broadway. Then you turn your eyes to Narrow Street because, you know, it's, it's an option. And you want to see, what, what, what does that have to offer me? Even though Broadway is more appealing, you take a glance at Narrow Street just to give it kind of the time of day, so to speak. You notice that on Narrow Street, there are no artificial lights. Just natural light from the sun. Narrow street looks like broad daylight. There's no shadows. There aren't many, there aren't as many people. It isn't as, it doesn't look to be as exciting when you're making your choice. But as you look at the faces of the people on narrow street, they look happy too. Two paths, one choice. Unless I miss my guess, most all of your friends are going to choose Broadway. Most all of your friends. I mean, it's just what what they do. Maybe in some cases, all of your friends will choose Broadway. My question is, what's your choice? Most of you, let me see, let's see here. I think about most of you, pretty much all of you, have grown up in and around the church. And now it's your choice. You know what? How should I say this? Oh, I don't know. You know what came to mind? You know what ticks me off? I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I'll use that because that came into mind. It's when people live their lives in and around the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then when they have the first chance, they flee from him. I don't get it. Broadway is inviting. Narrow Street 
takes discipline and it's not easy. Jesus says, Broadway leads to destruction. He says the narrow street leads to life. See, what, what you don't realize, I, maybe, maybe you don't realize this, but everything you want in life, everything you desire, you can find on narrow street in its fullness. Everything. The lie of of Broadway is that this is where you can be fulfilled in life. Everybody's doing it after all. The lie is that if you go down this pathway, you will find fulfillment. The truth is that fulfillment is desperately fleeting. The truth is of Narrow Street is that when you go down that street, I mean, when you put both feet solidly on that street and you follow it to the end, there is life. There is fulfillment. There is abundant life right here and now. And there is eternal life in the, in the life to come. You see, the lie is Broadway will give you what you like and what you want. But God created you and all of us as spiritual beings. God breathed into us His life and brought us to life. God gave you life. God is life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Everything you desire, everything you desire is truly wrapped up in narrow street. You know, there's people in this congregation right now, there's people around here that could stand up and say, I tried Broadway, and it's not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, if I would ask people to just stand and give you a testimony, you folks that are standing right here in front of this threshold, getting ready to step through onto one path or the other. If they could just stand up and say, be careful. Make the right choice. Choose Narrow Street. They would do it in a heartbeat. Because you know what? Your church family loves you and cares about you. Broadway. (laughs) Narrow Street. Jesus said, That one leads to destruction and one leads to life. Here's what's going to happen to some of you, unless I miss my guess. Someday, you're going to be hanging around a group of friends, and they're going to say, Let's party! Beer kegs come out, whatever it is, whatever it is. And they're going to expect you to jump in and add your vomit to the toilet the next day. They're going to expect that. My, my, my question to you is, what are you going to do? What's your decision? Here's the response that I'm giving you. I mean, this is the response. This works every time. Tell them, tell them, everyone needs a designated driver. When I was a missionary... I was hanging around with a couple of missionary guys. There's two, three other missionaries. In their traditions, in their traditions, it was okay to drink. In mine, we don't. 
So they would tease me. When we'd go out and eat, you know, at, at some little restaurant there in Moscow, they would all order whatever, and I'd order Diet Coke. And they would tease me, and they'd always say, we are so grateful that we have one designated driver. Those are missionaries. I'm going, pew, 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 pew. Broadway is filled with lies, brothers and sisters. Narrow Street is the truth of all truths. Which way are you going to go? What are you going to do, young ladies? I pray this doesn't happen to you, but what's your decision when your boyfriend finally says, you know, isn't it about time? Isn't it about time we slept together? I mean, everybody's doing it. That's Broadway. That's Broadway. Isn't it about time? If you love me, you would... What are you going to say? What are you going to take your stand? Are you going to choose Broadway? Everybody's doing it. Or are you going to choose Narrow Street, where Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? Everything you want, even a relationship with the opposite sex, which God created us to long for, even that, everything you long for, you can find in its fullness on Narrow Street. Broadway, not so much. Bunch of lies. One more thing about Broadway and Narrow Street. See, it's okay with Broadway if you dabble in Narrow Street. It's okay if you live according to the principles of a fallen world on Broadway, and yet come to church once in a while, do the church thing once in a while, and then go back and live your life on Broadway. It's okay. They don't care. It's all right. No problem. On Narrow Street, the other, way, the other hand, it only works when you have both feet firmly placed on Narrow Street with your back to Broadway and your eyes fixed on Jesus. There's no dabbling in Broadway when you're on Narrow Street. That's the only way it works. Brothers and sisters, you have... Two paths and one choice. And this threshold you're going through, maybe you've already stepped through it. Maybe you're going to step through it soon. This threshold requires you to make a choice. My fear is, I hope it's unfounded, my fear is that some of you have already made your choice. That some of you said, when I get out of here, I'm choosing Broadway. <clears throat> One of the young people that sat where you sat just a few years ago said, what helped me was keeping in touch with God's perspective. Another young person said, what helped me was leaning on God. Another young person said, what helped me as I went on in my life, what helped me was never over, never, never realize, uh, let's see, how did she say it? Never underemphasize the power of prayer in your life, of leaning on God, of talking to Him every day. Broadway, narrow street, two paths. One choice. Someone wrote this poem. The future lies before you 
like a field of driven snow. Be careful how you tread it, for every step will show. (laughs) The choices you make, young brothers and sisters, in the next weeks and months to come, will shape your life forever. Who knows? Maybe for generations to come. Many of you have parents that have brought you to church, that have tried their best with God's help to bring you up by by the principles of the kingdom of God. Whether that continues in your family is entirely up to you. Every family is one generation away from following Broadway. Every family. Now it's your turn. And you have the power to choose. In 19, or in 18, excuse me, I'm going back to, in 1780, John Wesley wrote this prayer. And this prayer has been ringing in my ears for weeks. This is a picture of what narrow street principles are all about. Graduates, would you stand with me? Would you read this with me, graduates? As a matter of fact, let's all read it and help them together. I no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed by you or laid aside for you. Exalted for you or brought low for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, You are mine and I am yours. So be it. Please stay standing because, you know, the theme song of Narrow Street is this. All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I Would you come and just stand along the front here and face me? I'm going to pray for you. Perhaps if your parents are here, they can stand around you if they want. Just kind of spread out here and we're just going to pray for you. Just some of you, some of you go over that way and some of you that way. If your parents want to come at this time.
What's your choice, young brothers and sisters? <laughs> Broadway or narrow way? <clears throat> I'm going to try to do something that might get me in trouble. I'm going to try to pray for each one of you. If I forget your name because it's just my mind, would you just tell me and don't be offended, okay? Allison, Jessica, <laughs> see? All right, let's pray together. Father, you are awesome. Lord, I pray that you would protect these young people from the evil one. Somebody say amen. Lord, would you just surround them with a hedge of protection? I pray, Lord, that you would help them to feel you walk with them and talk with them and be with them always. Lord, as they walk through this threshold and make their choice, will you motivate and move and inspire them to choose Narrow Street, which leads to life, life abundant and life eternal. Lord, would you help these young people to to turn away from the lies of Broadway, Father, which leads to death and destruction. Would You protect them as they go their way? Lord, we pray Your special protection on Steve. Lord, bless this young man. Help him to seek You with all of his heart. Help him, Lord, to know that he is to love You and follow You faithfully all the days of his life. Lord, I pray for Jessica today. I ask, Lord, that she would be protected by You. And may You follow her and walk with her and even carry her when necessary through life. Lord, I just ask Your special blessing. Lord, I pray for Alyssa. Alyssa, right? Yes. I pray for Alyssa. Will You protect her, Lord? Would You help her to know that You love her more than anything else? Would You walk with her and help her to understand that You have called her to be a blessing to the friends that she has, to be an influence on them for You? Help Alyssa, Lord, in the days to come. Lord, I pray for Taylor. Lord, would You bless her? Would You touch her? Would You help her, Lord, to understand who You are and who she is in Christ? Would You protect her, Lord? Would You continue to touch her body, Lord? And thank You for what You're going to do in her life. Lord, I pray for Rebecca. I ask, Lord, that You would especially be close to her. I pray, Lord, that You would help her every step of her way. That You would lead her every step and that she would know that you are walking with her and even carrying her when she needs it. Lord, I thank you so much for Rebecca. Lord, for Jessica, I pray for her, Lord. I pray that your Holy Spirit would fill her and that you would go with her and walk with her every step of her way. Lord, protect this young lady in Christ. Help her to be someone that follows you with all of her heart. Lord, Isai, I pray for this young man. I ask that you would bless him and touch him. Give him direction in his life, Lord. Help him to seek you with all of his heart. Help him to know that Jesus is his Lord and Savior. Lord, protect him. Lord, for Bryston, I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would fill this young man. I pray that he would be the man of God that you're calling him to be. I ask God, that He would sense you with Him. Lord, make Him a powerful instrument in your hands in the name of Jesus.
Father, I pray for Sarah. Lord, would you touch this young lady? Would you help her to know that Jesus loves her more than anyone else ever could in this world? And that Jesus has for her everything she needs and wants in life. Help her, Lord, to seek you with all of her heart. Lord, protect her as she goes her way. Help her, Lord, to walk step by step with the Savior In the powerful name of Jesus. Lord, Allison, I pray for Allison today. I ask, Lord, that you would surround her with your peace and your love and your protection. Thank you for Allison. Thank you, Lord, for the future you have all mapped out for her. Help her not to deviate one step from that will of God for her life. Bless her, Lord, and protect her in Christ. Lord, for Stephanie, would you, Lord, would you surround her? Would you put your arms around her and hold her close to you? Will you help her know that Jesus loves her when she feels unloved in this world? Help her to know that Jesus loves her. Lord, help her to live with your arms wrapped around her. Help her, Father, to seek you with all of her hearts from this day forward. And all the church family said, Father, we continue to pray at this time. Many other requests we have. We ask, Lord, that you would be with this family of faith. I think of Julie Sadison. Lord, touch her. Bless her heart. Touch her body. I think, Lord, of the others that need a special touch from you. Lord, you know who they are. I ask, Lord, that you would touch Susie Brown and you would help her, Lord, as she's facing surgery. I ask, Lord, that you'd be with Lonnie and Connie Norris and Katie Jones as they go to Russia soon. I ask, Lord, that you protect them and give them a wonderful trip and answer prayer on behalf of all of them. And, Lord, I pray for Dave. Dave, come on down here, Dave. Dave Russell, come on down here. I want to anoint you with oil. Come on, Dave. Maybe some people would like to come and gather around Dave. He's facing some health issues. Just wanted us to pray for him. You you want to sit here, Dave? Is that okay? Dave, we want to surround you and pray for God's special touch on your life. Father, we pray for your servant, Dave. You know, Lord, what he's facing. You know, Lord, what the diagnosis has been. And, and who knows, Lord, what, he, what he's going to face. But you do, Father. So we just pray your special touch upon him. We pray, Lord, that you would surround him with your peace. We ask, Lord, that you would just be close to him, as close to him as, as he's ever sensed you before, Lord. And we pray as you direct us in your scripture, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And we pray that your healing touch would flow through him, Lord. And we give you the praise, honor, and glory for what you're going to do in Dave's life. Thank you for this man of God, Lord. We trust you on his behalf in Jesus' name. Father, I continue to pray. I pray, Lord, for our country. I ask, Lord, that you would bless us. I pray, Lord, you'd help us to turn our hearts back toward you. I pray for all of our leaders that you would help them to acknowledge you in all that they do. I pray, Father, for our military personnel. You know who they are, Lord. We have a long list in our bulletin. We pray for every single one of them, Lord. We lift them all up and trust you on their behalf. We pray, Lord, for our families today. We pray that your Holy Spirit would touch them. And make them strong, healthy Christian families. Lord, all of us, help us to embrace you, Father. Help us all to choose the narrow path. 
Help us to walk through the narrow gate, Lord. Yes, it's a little more difficult, sometimes a lot more difficult. Yes, it might cause us to be teased and maybe even persecuted. But Lord, oh, at the end, at the end, there's life. So Lord, help us to seek You and experience even abundant life right now. Father, open our eyes. Help us to see. Thank You for these young people and their families. Lord, Your special blessing, may it rest upon them. May the fullest fullness of Your Spirit, may they seek You with all Your heart. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. And all the fam- family said, Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.